WVOW Local News, now. A Boone County man was arrested after wielding a baseball bat and running from police. I'm Faith Bannister. According to 13 News, the Boone County Sheriff's Office responded to a domestic situation Sunday in the Price Branch area of Danville. The criminal complaint filed in Boone County Magistrate Court states that someone called 911 saying a man was walking around their property with a baseball bat. Upon the arrival of deputies, the man began running south of the residence towards the mouth of Price Branch. After an on-foot pursuit, authorities arrested the man, 44-year-old Samuel Kurt Nunnery of Danville. He has been charged with an existing burglary warrant, fleeing on foot, and obstructing. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. The next meeting of the Logan County Commission will be conducted at 3 p.m. Monday in the Commission Annex Building on Stratton Street across from the courthouse. All meetings of the County Commission are open to the public. The meeting's agenda includes an executive session. The only reason stated for the executive session is a personnel matter. The addition has sparked curiosity about potential changes when the new Republican majority conducts its first meeting this Monday. Meetings are typically streamed on Facebook. Search Logan County County Commission to find the video. Marshall University has a new baseball coach. According to Marshall University President Brad D. Smith, the university's Board of Governors has approved the hiring of former Ohio State University coach Gregory Beals as the new head coach of Thundering Herd Baseball. Beals, who will become the 29th head coach in the history of Marshall's baseball program, was most recently head coach at the University of Akron starting in July of 2022, officials say. Before his time in Akron, Beals spent 12 seasons as head baseball coach at Ohio State University. While coaching at Ohio State, Beals led the Buckeyes baseball team to three NCAA tournaments in 2016, 2018, and 2019. His OSU team also won the Big Ten Championship in 2016 and 2019, according to Marshall officials. Marshall University officials say in 1991, Beals was drafted to the New York Mets in the 21st round of the MLB draft. He spent four years with the organization. Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears says he believes Beals will be a perfect fit for Marshall as the baseball team's head coach. When West Virginia Legislature convenes next week, one of the biggest battles will be over tax cuts. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, without giving any specifics, said he will propose the largest tax cut in state history. The state's budget surplus is nearly $1 billion. One of the first items likely to be discussed is a possible rebate for everyone who paid personal property tax on their vehicles. After that, there will be talk about reducing the state's personal income tax with some of the money from the surplus. Legislators are split on the cuts. Some critics say the state first needs to fully fund PEIA, which is the health plan for public employees and their families. There's also a critical shortage of corrections workers in the state's prisons and jails, and that might be addressed by offering a large pay increase. 
The 60-day legislative session begins Wednesday, January 11th. Charleston police made an arrest in a domestic dispute which escalated into a homicide Thursday night. 41-year-old Amber Weimer of Charleston was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. She was taken into custody after police were called to a home on Charleston's Bower Avenue around 8 o'clock Thursday night. When police arrived, they found 20-year-old Abigail Marcinkowski, who had suffered multiple stab wounds to the neck. Charleston Fire Department paramedics performed a life-saving rescue effort, but she died at the scene. According to police, Marcinkowski is the daughter of Weimer's boyfriend, and all three lived at the location. Investigators say Marcinkowski and Weimer were in an argument which escalated to violence. Weimer is charged with first-degree murder. Marshall University has been granted more than $1.6 million to train mental health providers for West Virginia schools. Senate Appropriation Committee members Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito announced today that the U.S. Department of Education Mental Health Service Professionals Demonstration Program has granted the university $1,660,220. This funding will support the training of school-based mental health service providers to be employed in schools and local educational agencies across West Virginia. According to the Senators, the Department of Education's Mental Health Service Professionals Demonstration Program provides funding to establish innovative partnerships between higher education institutions, local schools, and educational agencies. It also provides training for school counselors, social workers, psychologists, and other mental health professionals qualified to provide school-based mental health services. The senators say the goal of the Department of Education's Mental Health Service Professionals Demonstration Program is to expand the pipeline of those workers into low-income public schools to address shortages of school-based mental health service professionals. Police are looking for suspects after two people allegedly demanded drugs at a Huntington pharmacy. Cabell County dispatchers say the incident happened Thursday night just before 8.30 at the CVS pharmacy on the corner of 29th Street and 5th Avenue. According to the Huntington Police Department, the suspects handed the pharmacist a note. Moreover, police say the suspects showed no signs of having a weapon. It is not clear what the note said or if the pair got away with anything. West Virginia State Police were at the scene of a fatal accident to recreate the scene on Thursday. Crews were at the intersection of 5th Avenue and 31st Street for a brief period of time, continuing their investigation into a tragic incident, during which a Cabell County deputy hit and killed 13-year-old Jacqueline Laney Hudson. Information from the cruiser's black box was also downloaded on Thursday. The data downloaded from the black box is expected to show the speed Deputy Jeffrey Racer was traveling through the intersection, but officials also say there's still a possibility that information could come back inconclusive. The speed limit along that area of U.S. Route 60 is 35 miles per hour. As of now, Racer isn't facing any charges, and officials say, if this is deemed an accident, this incident is not a jail-binding offense. A federal judge has ruled West Virginia's law banning transgender athletes from competing in female sports in middle and high schools and colleges is constitutional. According to West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, the ruling came down Thursday, January 5th, from a U.S. District Court for the Southern District of West Virginia Judge Joseph Goodwin. The Save Women's Sports Bill, or House Bill 3293, was passed and signed into law last year. The law defined girl and woman as a person who is biologically female, therefore making male-to-female transgender girls ineligible to participate on girls' school sports teams, according to the ruling. 
after a male-to-female transgender middle school student was told she would not be allowed to try out for the girls' track and cross-country teams due to the new law, a lawsuit was filed questioning the law's constitutionality. According to the judge's ruling Thursday, the school had told the family that she would be allowed to try out if the law had not passed. At the time the law passed, there was no known transgender students playing school sports in West Virginia. In the ruling, Judge Goodwin stated that he has no doubt that House Bill 3293 aimed to politicize participation in school athletics for transgender students. However, he said he did not find sufficient record of legislative animus or hostility in the legislative bill. Fairness West Virginia responded to the decision saying this law was never about protecting girls in sports and said the bill was searching for a problem. The majority of rain for West Virginia, southeastern Ohio, and eastern Kentucky in 2022 fell in the first two-thirds of the year. According to 13 News meteorologist, 86% of Charleston's rain and 83% of Huntington's rain fell during this part of the year. July was the wettest on average. Charleston saw 9.95 inches of rain last July, with Huntington seeing 9.41 inches. Looking back, there were numerous severe flood reports in eastern Kentucky and the valleys of the Mountain State last summer with the widespread heavy rainfall. But the later third of the year was abnormally dry. September, October, and December saw less than an inch and a half of rain in Charleston and Huntington. October was the driest month in Huntington, and December was slightly drier for Charleston. This span of drier than normal weather knocked yearly rain totals to about normal for the year in Huntington. 2022 is tied for the 10th wettest year for Charleston, West Virginia. The Department of Health and Human Resources reported 1,565 active cases of coronavirus across the Mountain State in the agency's latest update today. The state DHHR reported 510 new infections of COVID-19. 17 additional deaths raised the state's death toll to 7,721 fatalities. There are still 317 patients hospitalized for the virus, and 54 of those hospitalized are in the ICU. 19 of those patients require ventilators. Governor Jim Justice says his weekly COVID-19 media briefings will transition to regular updates from his administration and focus less on the pandemic. The governor first declared a state of emergency on March 16th of 2020. A day after it was declared, the governor ordered the closure of all restaurants and bars, gyms and recreational facilities, and more. Schools were also closed. West Virginia's state of emergency over COVID-19 officially ended on January 1st. Justice said his COVID briefings will be rebranded as the Justice Administration Update Briefings. He said updates about COVID deaths, vaccines, and other pandemic-related topics will still be discussed if needed. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Most of the day today across the Coalfields, mostly cloudy, high near 42, back down to about 30 overnight. For Saturday, can we rule out a little snow shower or a little rain shower? We cannot. So I would just know that the road could be a little wet because we are going to get back to about 44. Sunday, though, it does look wet. High chances for rain, otherwise cloudy, but milder. You're high around 50 to 52. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.